How's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. So let's move on to that now. The actual part of the show, an hour and almost 12 minutes in. Um, talking about the four episodes of... Batman, the 1966 TV show, or talking about the two episodes, Zelda the Great, A Death Worse Than Fate, and then the two episodes, A Riddler, uh, a Riddle a Day Keeps the Riddler Away, and When the Rat's Away, the Mice Will Play. Now, we're talking about Zelda the Great, and this is the first episode to not have a major villain in it. Yeah. Um, so far, we've seen um, the Riddler, we've seen Joker. Penguin, Joker, Mr. Mr. Freeze, Freeze, but now we got Zelda which is not a character from the comic books. Uh, no. And, but it doesn't even matter. This ep- this doesn't miss a beat. These episodes are fantastic. Yeah, it's right in. It's, it's, it's wonderful. So what happens is um, the, uh, the bank is robbed uh, by someone wearing a bulletproof vest um, where the bullets don't even like make it, make impact on uh, them. No. Which is pretty great. I mean, this is this is big time technology here. We need some of this nowadays. Um, no kidding. And apparently, this happens every year on April Fool's Day. And, um, and it's always a hundred grand. Yeah, it's always a hundred grand. Um, and so the after two years, the cops are just like, "Well, I guess we should call someone now because we can't figure it out." <laughs> right. Uh, of course, which is always like my favorite part of every episode, right at the beginning when they yep. when they can't figure out anything and they know they just have to call Batman, which is always wonderful to watch. And so, uh, we also get to see the first time the bat signal. I was gonna say, yeah, is, it's is gonna be the first time. Uh, because the the phone, no one's picking up the phone because which makes sense, right? Bruce, Dick, and Alfred are um outside on the roof looking, looking uh, at, uh, yeah. stargazing. Yeah, but uh, but fortunately, this is you know Gordon decides to turn on the bat signal and the phone, so they they're able to see the. Uh, see the bat signal there which is which which is nice to see yeah it's cool. and uh they were able to get a bullet that had bounced off the vest had some and... like fabric on it <laughs> no no the lab report turned up negative so oh, right. <laughs> so uh they're trying to figure out you know why someone would just steal just a hundred grand because there's you know millions of dollars or whatever in, in yeah, the yeah. bank but they're taking such a small <laughs> did we get a great moment where Chief O'Hare is like, well, maybe they're stealing to pay their taxes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Batman's just like, no, why would a taxpaying citizen resort to crime? And O'Hare's like, oh, geez, you're right. Like, well, just... like, well, I love how they, like, they, they, like, in that scene, they hold, like, the taxpayer as, like, this, like, angel of a citizen. It's like, a taxpayer would never do that. Like, right, right, like, right. Back then, it was such a big deal to pay your taxes. Like, it was, like, a, a civic duty. I mean, obviously, you have to, but it's like, they... It just hold taxpayers of like the highest esteem. It's pretty funny. Oh man, that was that was like, awesome. Don't, like, don't you dare insult them. My taxpayer would never. It's like, oh, you're right, of course. Right. Uh, but anyway, so Batman, you know, decides to. Uh, well, actually, I think they decide that they're gonna. What they're gonna do is they need the the person to try and strike again. So yeah. they plant a fake story that the money was, was counterfeit. Oh yeah, counterfeit. Yeah, yeah. In the uh, in the newspaper, but then they take the bullet back and they find multiple fibers right. on it that just the the police just totally missed. Oh, of course. Um, and they found like some different colored silk and and like perfume 
remnants in there. So they, they, they know, know it's a woman. Figure out it's a woman. And they even say, like, it's not Catwoman because she's still in jail. But we haven't yet seen Cat. I don't think we see Catwoman for several no, they, more episodes. I, no, so I read about that. Yeah, they mentioned Catwoman, but yeah, they they yet to show her yet. Uh, which I like. I like that they're mentioning other people. Oh, I, sure, yeah. I, I like that. Um, yeah. So then we find out about Zelda. She's a magician, um, but she's the, the, the thief. But she does that to pay this other guy, like Evil Ekdal. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, evil. Who's basically this, evil. This, yeah, he's an evil inventor. Um, and so when they find and he makes like different th- like tricks for her to use in her shows, so that's yeah. why she she pays him every year. And he's not happy that it's counterfeit money after they see the newspaper report, um, because he come he has come up with this new doom trap for her. To, to use, but he won't tell her how she can use it until she pays him. Right. Uh, so then he suggests that they steal the, that like star, it's a star of Samark, Samarkand, Samarkand. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Some it's going to be on display, diamond. like in the museum. Um, they also replace, so Batman and Robin also replace, they, they figure that's where they're going to head. So they replace that with a fake, but that has a homing device homing in it. Device, yeah. Um, and they're going to wait there, but Zelda well, okay. suspects it. yeah, but I want to talk about this first. Oh. So we, you know, that, that makes sense for, for Batman to, you know, do something like that, plan a lead sure. and, and, and put a fake, uh, you know, emerald there. It doesn't make sense for this Batman to do this. This Batman wasn't going to park in a no parking zone, but he's going to. And even in one of the last episodes, they talked about how they weren't going to use the press to further their own thing because it's this paragon of virtue and you can never do anything wrong, like print something wrong in the, in the newspaper. And then they do it in this episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're not following their point. own rules. So I was a little, little, little annoyed with, the, with them in this. I don't, I don't know if they're actually behaving like, like they, uh, they, normally, they normally should. I but, guess not. Anyway, so Zelda, she's able to see the tra- see the, uh, the the plan that they're doing, and so she uh, is able to go through it and use mirrors to project herself as she actually steals the diamond and avoid being mm-hmm. caught. But then, what she also does is she she kidnaps Aunt Harriet. Aunt Harriet, yeah, yep. she kidnaps Aunt Harriet because she. Gives her a story about Dick being hit by with a baseball. <laughs> yeah, on the playground, right? Right, like right. Like, that. like, like, how old is he? I we don't know. That's that's <laughs> to be determined. But well, they say sixteen, but I'm like, what? No, I think he's supposed to be fifteen because he can't. Oh yeah, fifteen. He can't 16, drive. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so she's able to to get away from that thing and steal the emerald. Um. And anyway, so now. Uh, Aunt Harriet has been kidnapped, and um, so and 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 then uh, Commissioner Gordon has the has gotten the ransom demands, course, and so yeah. he's he says the ransom demands. She of course wants a hundred thousand dollars, but of course nobody can find Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, where could he be? Yeah, I know. What a what a surprise. 
Um, and then the big cliffhanger think, is Aunt Harriet yeah, being held ends, over the yeah. fire. Like a flaming um, pit. Yeah, with someone who's clearly the actress. Oh, yeah. That's why she wasn't <laughs> blindfolded or whatever. Yeah, yeah blindfolded and, and kicking above the fiery, I think it's oil, and oh, like burning oil. Must be, yeah. And uh, so that's that's where we're left with uh, with our heroes, or actually with our hero's um, friend. Yeah, they actually involve Aunt Harriet a little bit in this one. Yeah, it's impressive. This is also the first episode where the the actual um, Batman and Robin aren't the ones in danger. Oh, in yeah, the, good point. In the big uh, cliffhanger ending. Yeah, so far. Um, so this episode aired on the 9th of February, 1966. It's episode 9. Um, and uh, let's see. Ann Baxter is the actress playing Zelda, oh, Zelda yeah. who's actually, I mean, quite, quite accomplished actress. Yeah. I mean, I didn't actress, yeah she but... won, she won an Oscar for, um, best actress in a supporting role in 1947 for the razor's edge. She also oh. was nominated for best actress in all about Eve. Oh, okay. In 1951. She's kind of a, on a tail end of her career. Um, Sure. As an actress, but but still a pretty complex actress for being, especially for being on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so that's where we are in. That's where it kind of ends, and so then we move to the next episode, which is a death worse than fate. And this episode is one of the all-time great uh, Batman episodes. This episode is written spectacularly. Yeah. So Aunt Harriet's being held over the fire. And Zelda's just sitting there knitting, which is great. Oh, was she knitting? I didn't even know. Yeah, she's just sitting there knitting, watching <laughs> TV. And Batman, of course, goes out to find Bruce Wayne and leaves Robin there with uh, Commissioner and the Chief. And so they've called, like, every club the millionaire could be at and all this stuff trying to find him. But then, <laughs> and then of course, Bruce shows up and, and they go to a TV station and we have one of the greatest scenes I've ever seen in in this show. It is fantastic. We got Bruce Wayne, the commissioner, and Robin at like a TV studio next to a phone. And they're going to go live on TV and uh, appeal to the good nature of the criminal. And it is brilliant. So, Ian, I want to watch this scene here. Yes, why don't we? And, and talk about it. It's about three minutes long, and it is just absolutely spectacular. So I have it queued up here, and uh, we're at five minutes and six seconds of episode 10. And so, Ian, if you're ready to go, I'm going to, we can get this playing. Yep, go ahead. All right, so three, two, one, play. Ladies and gentlemen, All right. So we cut in. Okay, that's my favorite part right there. And pa pa pause it, pause it right here. Oh. All right, so I, I got to pause it right here. The guy, how many times, like, how do they not have this, like, ready to go? Like, queued up and ready to go. He has to, like, tell someone to change it. Like, to, to oh, cut yeah. to the other room. Like, <laughs> I love that. He's just sitting there just like, oh, yeah, Joe, uh, stu Studio 9, Studio 9. Like, I've never <laughs> seen that before, and it's amazing. I absolutely love that. All right, so then I want to go back just a little bit here. Oh. Because I, we got to hear. All right, so I'm at 5 minutes, 14 seconds. 
And we need to hear this Commissioner Gordon's opening because <laughs> it's amazing. So, sure. all right, here we go. Three, two, one, play. Oh, Studio Nine. All right. You're on the air, Commissioner. <laughs> Hello, criminals, wherever you are out there. Do you hear me, criminals? <laughs> this is police. <laughs> he says. Hello, criminals, whoever you are. Uh, hello, criminals. This is this is Chief O'Hara or uh, Commissioner, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. They give him a number to call, and they say there's not going to be any trace on this. Oh, it's great. We give crooks no quarter. Oh, we forgot to mention a scene from the other episode. Oh, I wanted to talk about real quick. I'll talk about it after. Okay. She covers the phone so her voice is muffled. Sure. Or it'll be very sad for Mrs. Harriet Cooper. How is she? <laughs> Definitely her. Yeah. Oh, we're quite well, boy wonder. Boy wonder. At least as well as one can. They always call him that. I know, yeah, you, I, I noticed this so much in this episode. You devil. How could a woman stoop to such a trick? How could a woman stoop to such trick? Yeah, there's some uh, questionable lines about being a woman in this episode. A little bit. She talks about their ruse the in the newspaper, and and, Bo and Robbins is like, you know where it's perfectly fine in the fight against crime. You try to give me orders. Wait. Tell her to wait. Dramatic confession. About the bank money being counterfeit. It was false. What? It was a ruse. It was a trick of Batman's to make you try again. That money you stole last night is real. A statement from the editor of the Gotham City Times. Of how serious Bruce is. Morning's headline was entirely untrue. Look. <laughs> Signed and notarized. <laughs> she, like, glares in to look at it. <laughs> my assurance. As a director... First National Bank of Gotham City. Let me tell you that the money in your possession is 100% bona fide. You gotta believe, Mr. Wayne. As a bank director, if you make a false statement, you'd be liable to federal prosecution. Yes. Don't you see out there? This <laughs> reckless crime of yours is. He'd, he'd be prosecuted if they were lying. Hey, Luker. <laughs> yeah. For your own sake, release Mrs. Cooper immediately. Aw, oh, come on, you crook. <laughs> <laughs> Poor lady. Go come on, you crook. It can't be all bad. Thank you. I believe you. <laughs> this works! I know, that's the craziest scene. <laughs> you will release your victim? At once, with pleasure. Where? Don't worry, you'll find her. Goodbye. Yeah, her burnt husk at the <laughs> four yeah, police her, headquarters. Yeah, her feet would be burning. <laughs> uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> thank you. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. I love that scene so freaking much. It works. It does, yeah. How many times have you well, seen the, a scene the like idea that work? Of, well, no, yeah, it's just the idea of them doing that, like to think it would have worked. It's like, what? To appeal to the good nature of the criminal who did a violent kidnapping and is about to kill the person. It's just, no, the money's real. Believe us, please. Just, okay. just, just believe us. And, and then it's like, oh, okay, I believe you. I'll let her go. <laughs> Again, another kind of scene that they kind of almost like hearken to in the Dark Knight, where the Joker calls into the the news studio as you know the Kyle Reese guy or not, yeah, a little Mr. Bit. Reese guy is, yeah, a little bit, yeah. 
Yeah, that, there is a little bit of that. But I just, I love that so much. Just, just the start of Commissioner Gordon just being like, hello, criminals, wherever you are. Are you listening, criminals? Like, that's just, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's well, I just amazing. have, like, Bruce Wayne is there. It's like, I'm Bruce Wayne. Yeah, of course. He's, he's <laughs> Bruce Wayne. But now the, um, oh, go ahead. I love how, and I just love how she's, you know, they're talking about her kidnapping. And I like how she's like, well, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't appreciate your ruse in the newspaper, which is, I love that she points that out. Yeah. Which is so funny. And and I love just the word of ruse. It makes me think of clerks. I don't think your manager would appreciate it. I don't appreciate your ruse, ma'am. I beg your pardon? Your ruse, your cunning attempt to trick me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. And then Robin trying to defend it. Like, you know, that's a perfectly legitimate way to fight crime. Like, it's just... Oh, from Vanilla, start to finish. Um, it's so... It's so great. Vanilla, see, we forgot to talk about that was really good in the previous episode. It's right when, you know, Robin finds out about Aunt Harriet being kidnapped. And, you know, they're parked right by the... Uh, or they're right by the Batmobile. And he's like, Aunt... And uh, and Batman stops him, like hits him, because there's a civilian right there. <laughs> it's like just that little detail about that no, we have to protect our de- identity, which is like you would never see that, especially with the Spider-Man currently, where he's like just blurring out Aunt May or like Alfred in freaking Justice League. You know, it's like I love that little detail. Oh uh, yeah, that that's I, I'm glad you pointed out. I forgot about that. That is that yeah. is a, that is a great moment there. Um. So anyway, so this this thing works. And Aunt, they find Aunt Harriet later, and, and they have a doctor look at her and says that she's fine. And then we get another wonderful scene where Alfred is feeling guilty about it because he said he was down in the Batcave cleaning. Oh, yeah. And and then they're like, well, why would why would that be Alfred? You have nothing to – why would you – you know, why is that a big deal? Of course, you're just cleaning. You're doing your duties to the butler. And he's like, yes, but I was supposed to clean them last night. Because, but oh. I didn't because of a, uh, or I was supposed to clean them Wednesday night, but I didn't due to a uh, favorite television program, which is literally a self-reference to that show, <laughs> which is fantastic. Yeah, a little very meta. It literally break yeah. the fourth wall in an episode of this. Um, that's pretty great. Without probably most people even noticing. And uh, so that's just a great touch there. And I just love Alfred feeling like, oh, I failed in, <laughs> in my duties. And it's like, no, you were just there, and they're yeah. just like, "No, what are you, what's wrong with you, Alfred?" <laughs> that that that's fun. That's fun to see. But he did find a pair of uh, a thing, a matchbook, a matchbook. Oh that, yeah, that he found that fell out of Aunt Harriet's pocket. About the uh, the bookshop, right? Yep, the gnome bookstore. And so, of course, that's a uh, uh, a nice little hint. But of course, at this point, Batman says he already knows that Zelda is the perpetrator. Um, yeah, how? I guess the whole mirror trick. Um, yeah, yeah. He yeah. knew it was a fe- they knew it was a female magician, but there are apparently like over twenty female magicians licensed to perform in Gotham, which is funny. I and, thought, yeah. But uh, he remembers like a trick or uh, the the description from uh, Zelda the Great, who performed at Dick's birthday party the previous year. Or like they went to go see her show on like at for his birthday the year before. That's how he knew. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. That was her. So again, very good memory for Batman here. Oh, of course. So they get to the bookstore, and then Zelda has the money for you know Ekdal, and he says that he has no idea how to escape from his doom trap, and the plan is to put Batman in it, and then once they figure out a way, then they'll know how to do it, and then they'll kill him. <laughs> so you know that's. A great idea. Somehow going to work. Yeah, there's two two uh, hoodlums there to to kill, 
to kill Batman. And apparently they've paid Ekdal for the privilege of getting to kill Batman. I can believe that. <laughs> which is pretty great. <laughs> so Zelda doesn't really like that. She doesn't really want to kill anybody. Um, and this plan is just one of the dumbest plans of all time. But it somehow works. Well, but it but it doesn't. Well, I guess I guess part of it. I guess it kind of initially does. Part does of it yeah. Does. yeah. Um, so the hoods are or the 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 guy the gang members are hidden like the 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 coffins. Yeah, sarcophagus. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The the, the Egyptian. Yeah, sarcophagus. across from each other. Yeah, across from each other, and then there's this big, you know, the big stage with the the the, the, the like locked cage or whatever with this enormous yeah. lock. It's huge. It's huge. It takes up like half the door, and so they they show up and they're they're lured into it, and they get into the trap and they're trapped in. I mean, they just walk right in, and it's locked by that giant that giant padlock. And then a gas is released, and he he explains to them that they have to escape from this uh, without dying. And it's also impenetrable jet plastic, or what, what is yeah, it called? Yeah, it's like it's like the most like bulletproof plastic ever. He calls it. I like, forget what they call it, but yeah, it, like, yeah, jet age plastic. And it's like, like that. so, and and all the gadgets in the bat and his bat belt don't work. I mean, they work on metal and concrete, and but but this plastic, you can't get through, for uh, for reasons. Well, somehow. And, and also, the grating underneath that. it is electrified, so right. they can't really they can't, uh, uh, they can't escape. escape. Yeah. But what uh, what they do is they they keep they keep themselves down because the gas is lighter than air, which that tips off Batman that it has hydrogen. So sure. what they do is they use the utility belts to set off a spark or use it as like a conductor for the electrified grill and that causes a big explosion but doesn't blow them up in the process. Mm, it somehow. just blows the thing the door open so it's right. very convenient convenient uh, explosion. Um and they get out and then but at the last second Zelda warns them to duck and so they duck and then the two guys end up just shooting each other. Because they're across from yeah. each other. <laughs> That's the crazy part. They actually kill each other. Right. They're dead. Yeah. Like you don't see too many deaths in the show. That, that, that completely caught me off guard. So yeah, they're just straight up, straight up dead. Yeah. You, and, you always uh, got to watch a crossfire. Yeah. So Zelda helped, you know, helped, helped them. And uh, they, they capture Ekdal. And another great thing. This is the first time we see the Batarang actually used to hit yeah, someone. Yeah, it is. Which yeah. is awesome to see. He pulls it Isn't out. right on the head. Knocks him out with a Batarang, which you do not see often in this show. Wow. It's usually just used for climbing. So that, that yeah, I, right. I, I love seeing that. I love seeing the Batarang in action. Yeah, he even pulls it out of a utility belt. Like, you get a nice shot of that. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. And then uh, Zelda surrenders. So later we see her uh, in a prison outfit. And Bruce Wayne is there, and he said he's impressed with her saving Batman and Robin. So he offers her a job when she gets out doing magic at children's hospitals. So yeah, she's she, to her that's like a, I don't know, it's like a sweet gig, I guess, or she's happy about it. Yeah, so that's so that's nice. Um, oh no, the, the line we forgot to mention that's kind of questionable. It's like when they're watching through the periscopes about like you know Batman and Robin about to die, and she was like, "Oh, I hate for such handsome creatures." To have to die, and you know, uh, Evil or whatever his name is, is like, oh, always, you know, it's like, how could you be 
looking at them at this time and she's like, well, a woman can't help it. It's like, oh my God, <laughs> like, you cannot, you cannot write that nowadays. <laughs> yeah, you can write a lot of it nowadays. Uh, um, no. But uh, I don't care. Um, it, it's fun to watch. So um, I just love, uh, the, obviously the cops are just fantastic. The crime lab is, is spot, a state of the art. Can't find fibers on a bullet. Um, but Batman <laughs> found a bunch of them. Uh, this is just not a very good, not a very good, um, police force, which it continues to, continues to show itself every single week. But yeah, that, that, that best, that, that line, as soon as the TV program starts of just Commissioner <laughs> Gordon saying, hello, criminals, wherever you are, do you hear me? Criminals is just Stop what fantastic. You're doing. <laughs> yeah. It is fantastic. Um, everything about that is great. So. A uh, few things here. This episode was adapted from Batman's inesca- uh, Inescapable Doom Trap. Uh, it is Detective Comics 346. And the original story, though, the magician was a man named uh, Carnado the Great. So oh. it's actually some gender bending in the 60s with a character. Oh, wow. They even, even had it back then. Yeah, which is interesting. Um, <laughs> and it has the same type of trap with the same like electrified grate and the gas and... Batman blowing it up uh, with his uh, utility belt on it. Um, so, you know, interesting there. Uh, we've talked about some of the other trivia stuff. Um, let's see. So, one of the hoods is played by Victor French, who would later make a career out of uh, standing next to Michael Landon on Little House on the Prairie. Oh. Um, so, that's, that's I guess, interesting there. I guess. Uh, I think that's, I think that's really, that's really most of the trivia stuff in there. We, we, I fit most of it into the talking about the episode, but yeah. All right. So, uh, pretty solid, pretty solid couple episodes here, especially for not a major villain. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. It fits right in. Um, yeah, it feels like all the other episodes and we still get some great moments from it. Definitely. All right, moving on to the next episode. It is the longest title in the world. It is long. It's a riddle a day keeps the Riddler away, and when the rats away, the mice will play. We have another episode with rats in the title. The second Mister Freeze episode was called "Rats Like Cheese," which I swear they they you know they did that just so it rhymed with instant freeze, and then they liked that idea, so then they put a rat gang eating cheese. In this episode, and <laughs> totally I swear right. they did it because of the title that popped you're, into someone's head. You're so right. Uh, I I I I want to believe that that's what happened. Uh, I would bet money on it. So this came out February 16th and 17th of 1966. Um. Oh yeah, another thing with that last episode, it ends saying that the next episode is going to be the Joker. Yeah, that threw me off. <laughs> but it's not. It's not the it's Joker. Not. For the, like two episodes later. There's this one with the Riddler, the next one is Mad Hatter, and then it's the Joker episode. Yeah, because so. uh, this one does the same thing. Does it? I believe. I, I think so, yeah. I don't remember, but anyway. Uh, I think at the end, it, it's like, yeah, Joker comes back next week. I'm like, what? Yeah, they're wrong about that. So they were a little off, but that's fine. Um, right. So this episode, there's a uh, King Boris of some country. Did they they never say where. Country? I don't think so. Well, he shows up to Gotham, and... Uh, Shows up to the airport. Ian, do you want to talk about this one? I talked about the last one. Oh, I mean, I, yeah, he shows up to Gotham. He's walking in the airport, you know, being greeted by everyone, a royal greeting. 
And uh, this girl comes up to him and gives him a bunch of roses. It's like, you know, welcome to Gotham. Right. And of course, the roses explode. And uh, from that explosion, we get a note that comes floating from the ground, which is, of course, a riddle. Of course. Uh, I forget what the riddle says. It says uh, something about when people are like wood. Uh, What was the first riddle? It says, uh, when is a person like a piece of wood? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, of course, we get your your favorite scene of uh, Chief O'Hare and Commissioner Gorn at first <laughs> trying to figure out what it means by their own. But at that point, they're it, just wasting time. It never gets old. It never gets old. They do it in every episode, and I love it every time. Yeah, I can remember. The, I, I'm not surprised they do it in every episode, but I guess you have to. It's great. But, um, but of course, yeah. So then we um, – oh, what happened? Do they – yeah, we go back to Wayne Manor. What are they doing at that point? Um, uh, They're – they're playing chess again. Chess is right. Yeah, because uh, uh, Robin can never beat him, and right. he's mad about it. Um, and then, of course, yeah, they go and okay. Does the study where you know they have the the bat phone and the Shakespeare statue? Does that look different to you, or did you notice it looking different? I didn't I notice. Was, I think it was a different room. Hmm. The normal because like the, the 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 colors off the statue, like the way they shot they shoot it, like the statue's over on the right side of the room instead of like really? in the middle or whatever. I noticed it being different. It was oh, weird. I didn't even notice, but you might yeah, be right. It, maybe like the set was like broken at that time or something. But yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. So you know, they, we get the whole intro of them going on the bat pole in the Batmobile, and then I forget where they go after that. Um. Well, they go to police headquarters. Oh, of course, yeah. And then and, uh, and you know they have they have the riddle and Robin solves it. Yep. Um. Uh, a person is like a piece of wood when he's a ruler. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, McKean. Yeah. Which I guess there were no metal or plastic rulers at the time. Uh, I'm just, sure back then they were primarily, yeah. I, I guess. Wooden. Um, <laughs> uh, everything was wooden. So, you know, they figure out that it probably means King Boris. It was, and, of course, in town. And Robin thinks that it has to do with the chess competition, which has a $25,000 reward. But Batman thinks it's too small for the Riddler. Because a Riddler usually deals in millions, not yeah. That, I mean, that would thousands. be come on. Yeah. Um, but they look at the King's itinerary, and it includes the Miss Galaxy competition. Yeah. And um, has an appearance, or and an appearance at the Queen of Freedom monument. Um, so both involve queens, which are also rulers. The Miss Galaxy winner, of course, gets a big uh, tiara yeah. made of, like they just say priceless diamonds and emeralds. Of course, yeah. Um. <laughs> But but then it doesn't really look like they'd have a priceless uh, a reward for this beauty pageant, which looks like it's rough. Like high school, I feel like like you know small town beauty pageants are better, or like a, a school beauty pageant would be better than this. Yeah, I mean, like for Miss Galaxy, I mean, like the chick who wins, like she's like spray tan, like she looks rough. It looks like a yeah. She's not like even a, the best one out of the out of all the people ew, here. Like not even ew. close. <laughs> no, it's 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 jarring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Batman and Robin are backstage watching, um, waiting for the Riddler, and uh, yeah. So the really weird looking girl <laughs> wins, and yeah. I love how we have all these shots of stock footage of crowds. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pumped into that, which is nice. Uh, Riddler comes up from a trapdoor. Steals the tiara, but Batman and Robin just wait. They they don't go after him because they had replaced the tiara with a fake one that has a homing transmitter so they can find him. So they go to the Batmobile, but then Riddler comes out of the sewers saying he knew it was a fake all along. How? We <laughs> don't know. And 
he gives him a new riddle and throws the tiara away. And he says, what room can no one enter? That's the riddle. And then he throws the tiara away, which also has, has another Riddler. He then escapes because Batman and Robin just sit there and let him talk and then don't go after him. And then yeah. don't go after him in the sewers because Batman says there's too many different paths and they'd never find him. Yeah, it's like a maze. Yeah. I just feel like they could have just gone after him as soon as he popped out before he finished talking. And they well, might probably, have had a yeah. Chance, but, yeah. You know, uh, oh, well. <laughs> um, Gotta have an episode. Yeah, so they open the second riddle, and it says, the second riddle is, what is the beginning of eternity, the end of time and space, the beginning of every end, and the end of every race? Um, now, to be fair, it's a tough one. Yeah, so of course, they go to the Batcave. The first a- uh, riddle answer is, of course, a, um, a mushroom. To, yeah, is of course a mushroom. That's what room can no one enter? Yeah, because logically, of course, it has to sure. be uh, um, a mushroom. <laughs> and... Uh, so they, they, they realize that there's a royal mushroom club, which the uh, the king is going to be. Well, one, what the hell name is that? I don't know. <laughs> and two, how would they not know he's going to be there when they already looked at his itiner- itinerary? But, That's another good point, yeah. Anyway, uh, so they're going to look up where it is. But as Robin goes to the back computer, Batman's like, no, you don't need to use the computer. Use the phone book. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, those were a thing, kids, back in the day. <laughs> oh, which is great. And Robin, of course, like, oh, yeah, you're right, Batman. Um, how could I be so lazy? Like, oh, that's that's great. Which which is crazy, because, like, that's almost like, like you know, and then, um, like, it's so, like, ahead of its time, because now, like, computers have completely done away with phone books. It's like, they were predicting that, like, you know, back in the 60s. If you think about it, it's weird. That's, uh, that's very true. Um... Now, this is the other thing. Did you realize, Ian, that this second riddle is never solved? I, I did. You know what? I, now that I think about it, I think because it was driving me crazy. Like, I don't know what it means. Like, it hey, was, Batman, tell me. It was never solved. The, the, I, it's the only time a riddle is is given and not used for anything. I, I wonder if that's the case where, like, they just wanted a, a riddle that also rhymed. And they're like, that's good. Like, what's the answer? Oh, I don't know. Like. That's a tough one. They don't yeah, use they, it. Now, the yeah. the answer to the riddle is the letter E. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. That's the, uh, that's the answer to the riddle. How'd you find that out? I, I, it, I read it. I, I don't. Yeah, it's I'm, be I'm the worst at riddles. I can't I am figure too. riddles out. Like, yeah, there's no way you knew the that. The easiest ones, I, I don't know. Um, there's like I, one I, I got, and I was very proud of myself, but other than that, nice, no. Nice, nice. Yeah, and... Um, so again, the riddle was what room could no or uh, no, that's the first one. The other riddle was what is the beginning of eternity, the end of time and space, the beginning of every end and the end of every race. And it's, well, that it's, makes sense. It's the letter E. So okay, but it doesn't matter because they never solve yeah, they it, never... and it doesn't have anything to do with the plot. Yeah, that's really annoying. <laughs> really, it is annoying. It's, it's <laughs> they were slacking with this one. Um, so the Riddler has a henchman, of course, the River Rat Gang, um, which I swear they only use because. They use no, the other one called rats like cheese because they're sitting uh, there eating cheese. Yeah, I'm convinced you're right. Because, yeah, it's like, one, why would the Riddler use them as his henchmen? Like, they, they seem so random. And it's like, two, those those costumes look, look like they, 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 you know, they were uh Are they costumes? I don't even think they're costumes. No, they're colored hoodies. They're literally just colored, like, sweats. <laughs> no, they're like, like onesies. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but they're like, yeah, just like colored. And it's like, no, you're right. You're totally right. Yeah. It's like they found that, like, after they filmed that episode, as they're filming this episode, like, oh. That'd be a good idea to have a rat game eating cheese. It's like, oh, okay, well, just get some onesie pajamas and have them eat cheese. 
Yeah, so, uh, you know, he and Riddler says he has a plan or anything. So, uh, Ian, you want to continue with the uh, summary? Yeah, so the plan is, of course, he wants to kill Batman and Robin. Uh, the king isn't actually the, the end-all, be-all. He's just a pawn. Because, uh, yeah, then they go to that weird... It's like a wine tasting club. It yeah, looks it's that, like. well, it's at that mushroom club. <laughs> it's this weird underground wealthy mushroom club, which I guess is a thing. I but they guess. meet, they meet in this place, and they go down to this wine, like wine cellar, and uh, of course, you know, Batman and Robin are there. And uh, as they're down there, you know, they're keeping a close eye on the king, of course, because they know that he's going to be the target. Well, also but, one of the uh, one of the the Riverad gang lures the uh, the king and everyone else down into the cellar. Oh, or isn't it like the the, the Riddler's like chick or whatever? No, no, no. It's one of the guys who comes oh, in and it? offers oh. him a tour of the of the. Oh, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't recognize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the the gang members. Okay, yeah, like Fane or there. whatever. They all have different names. I don't but... remember which one. Yeah, um, but yeah. So they all go down to the wine cellar, and a couple of the like wines start like popping, like their corks and stuff. So <laughs> Batman and Robin just go and investigate it immediately, and of course they leave the king by himself. And what do you know? There's a trap door that he goes down. Another one! Another one. trap doors all over. We talked about it last time in the Choker episode. He just escapes yeah. in a trap door. Riddler pops out of the beauty pageant in a trap door. I, uh, I guess they were a big problem back then. Like, there's just... a lot of trap doors in Gotham <laughs> And they City. all lead to the sewers, apparently. They, yeah. they all lead to the sewers and are only <laughs> utilized by criminals. Yeah, it's like we have a trap door on the fifth floor, but somehow it goes to the sewer. Like... <laughs> But um, who knows? But no. So of course, um, they they follow him down um into the sewers, and then what do you know? They get caught as they always do because we're also toward the end of the episode, so we have to end on the cliffhanger. Well, no, 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 no. There's no before that. Oh. Uh, they don't follow them down there. Uh, the Riddler, the Riddler left two more riddles. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he li- he leaves them in the the scrolls or whatever. Yeah, and oh. um, it's how much dirt is in a hole three acres square and 200 feet deep. Of course, Robin gets that one. None, because it's a hole, which <laughs> that's actually a decent riddle. That's a good riddle, yeah, yeah, because you, you dig all of it out. And then it's what won't run long without winding, which I swear was just written by whoever the writer was trying to come up with a riddle, and the answer is a river. That in no <laughs> way is a good ri- is a good riddle. Eh, yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's fine. It could yeah, be I a can... road... I mean, oh you know, yeah, you're right. Thinking <laughs> of the Beatles song, but anyway, um, so they go to the Bad Cave and they have these big drawings of like sections of like oh, Gotham yeah. City and of got the Gotham River, and uh, they don't have pictures of it. It's like drawings. Of... Yeah, that's that's very weird. They're supposed to be like I guess they're supposed to be almost like blueprints, but yeah, they're just like pictures of like every structure in Gotham almost. Or... Yeah, but they they have the river. And they find like a bend or uh in in the river, and at one of the bends is the now closed, of course, like Gotham Water and Power Plant, yeah. which is three acre square and two hundred feet deep. That's so right. th- you know they figure that's where he is, and that of course is where the king is tied up with the Riddler. Um, but he says he's not going to harm him; he's only using him to lure Batman and Robin to their doom. Of course, King, and he's being used as a pawn. Get it? You know, there you go. They yeah. talked about chess, chess earlier. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um. Anyway, then Batman and Robin arrive. So now, now you can. Now, now we're back. Yeah, they um, they um, so they're like they're on this little weird like 
tunnel thing that they crawl into, and like they're like above, they're like up high, and they see you know the Riddler with the cane and his henchmen, and uh, they jump down. It's a pretty sweet jump. Um, but then they have these weird nets or webs. Well, yeah, but they also them? also before they do that, Batman rem- <laughs> tells Robin that the most important thing is to show the world that anyone that visits the United States can do it and be safe. And, oh yeah, yeah, and that's the essence of our democracy. <laughs> yeah, it's a great line. <laughs> Which yeah, they, I, they... I don't think is the way is the I don't think that is the essence of democracy. Uh no, yeah, cuz yeah, you can't be responsible for all the millions plus, of people who Plus we're not even a democracy, so that's no, another I mean, uh, but... whole another thing. But anyway, I don't <laughs> I, I, anyway, I thought that was a nice nice little moment there. But <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah, it's like this but, uh... sticky net or something. Like yeah, like it, it starts off looking like nets, but then like spider webs like cocoon them almost. And yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, yeah, it's some invention that the Riddler just had, I guess. Yeah, yeah, uh, good, good for him. But but they, yeah, but they even makes a point about like it's weird that uh like uh, a rat or whatever or a bat is caught in a spider's web. It's like right. where are you getting spider's web from? But whatever. Um. But yeah. So then they um. But then yeah. Then he allows the king to go because he doesn't need him anymore. So he lets his Henchwoman or whatever, take him back. Well, he and he um, also but, gives him that Queen of Freedom thing. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned that. Yeah, this is like weird statue looking thing that he he carried in his briefcase. Uh, briefcase at the beginning of the episode where he he was uh, at the airport. And yeah, it's like a, it's like a torch. It, it's yeah. basically the Statue of Liberty. It's like Statue of Liberty thing. That, that's yeah, what they're but it's like her, with the that. size of like her torch. Like yeah, it's right. weird. Uh, but yeah, he has that with him. It's very valuable. But yeah, so now Batman and Robin are tied to these giant fans yeah they're like and uh, they're like wheels like 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 gears or something yeah they look like fans but like the whole point is yeah. not like it's not to chop them into like a million pieces it's that they're gonna they're gonna turn so quick that they're yeah their bones are gonna rip out of their they bodies spin like two thousand rotations per second or something ridiculous which, which uh, to be fair i'm sure probably would kill you in some way right, but, but i don't yeah, think that's like, physic- i don't think that's possible I don't either. Anything it's to like, spin that fast. I don't even think like helicopter blades spin that fast There's or anything no like that. There's no way like, something spins at two thousand rotations per second. I, I, anyway, maybe, I, maybe it does. I don't know. That seems not a little in the 60s. steep. <laughs> yeah, seems a little steep. Yeah, um, but yeah, and the, but the good part, the 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 funny part is, wait, uh, wait, no, no, but he also oh. gives him another uh, another riddle. Oh god, yeah, I can't even keep track of the riddles. Yeah, there's a lot of riddles in this one. Um, yeah, it's when is a woman in love like a welder? That's it. Yeah, I remember that riddle. one. And, and then and then they turn on these things. And uh, but but, <laughs> but it's you gonna talk about it? No, you go ahead. <laughs> I just I just had to point out that um, I mean, of course, you know, budget is a very limited thing with the show, and you know, there were technical limitations at the time. But uh, boy, oh boy, do do when they <laughs> start spinning. And not only they're, is they're it not, not the act, they're, they're not dummies, are they? I I don't, don't want to say they, they are. are. I don't think uh, they. No, I'm lying. They're they're totally yeah. dummies. Although to be to call them dummies might be too nice. They look like they're like scarecrow, like actual scarecrows. <laughs> like it looks like they got straw, put them in pants because like their legs don't bend the right way. No, they don't. Like their legs are way too puffy. It's like it's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> but, and they're uh, spinning yeah, these sacks of straw. And they are not going two thousands RPM or whatever. New, like, no, it is no, no. But that, no, that's, not. that's where the episode ends, of course. Oh man, 
Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, pretty good cliffhanger there. So, um, yeah, the the dummies are not they're not great. But anyway, we come back. That's the end of that episode. The first part: a riddle a day keeps a riddle riddler away. And uh, so then, sort of the next episode, the things are spinning. How are Batman and Rum possibly going to get out of this? But then the thing just shorts out, and you know Batman yeah. somehow frees his hands and and gets out and uses a torch to uh like damage the other mechanism or something and then he he goes he frees him or uh he anyway he well that that's what he says that's what he says how he did it i think he said he did it like beforehand like he saw the mechanism and 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 set something to where it would short circuit i don't know when he did that but yeah we never saw that happen but he's really fast i guess yeah but he gets himself out and then he goes over and unties Robin. The best part about him untying Robin is he stops the wheel and starts to untie his feet, and then Robin's hands just come free. And oh, I, I even know that. He goes in to help him. Like, he doesn't even undo his hands. Robin just pulls his hands out and starts going, which is uh, which is pretty funny. Um, so anyway, the Riddler's, you know, all happy about the demise of, dead, yeah. of Batman and Robin. And, and then he has, he, has he does the villain thing of leave, leaving before they're dead. Oh, always, always that, that every single episode, every single it's one. It's my favorite part in the first Austin powers. <laughs> Close the tanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to watch die. No, I'm just going to assume everything went according to plan. <laughs> right, right. That's the way it works. Um, <laughs> so he gives the river at gang, another riddle. What's always coming, but never arrives, which is another actual riddle. Of course, answers tomorrow um and and he does a night that's a it's a solid little little speech little monologue speech there from frank gorshin's riddler which we haven't even mentioned the name yet frank gorshin riddler is the best character in this entire show he's great and he's just this episode is not great these are really not that great episodes but he is just phenomenal whenever he's on screen his head and everything Uh, he he goes 110 percent Whenever he's playing this character, and it's amazing. Um, so the king, uh, the king is talking to the commissioner and telling him about what happened. But then Batman calls the commissioner to tell him that it, that they both got out, and but to keep it quiet because the Riddler th- thinks that they're dead. Um, there and a presentation of that miniature replica of the Queen of Freedom is by King Boris is going to be broadcast on live TV. Um, now. I didn't realize this until I was reading about it. This museum is in the torch of the actual Queen of Freedom. Oh. I didn't, I didn't realize that. that I, I, didn't, like, I didn't get that either. I didn't know that there was a bigger monument and uh, it was inside uh, it. I mean, it's like X-Men, but. yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that, that's, again, I think a budgetary limitation. Oh, I'm sure it was, but I didn't even realize that. I did not. I did not. I, I did not like, get that from what that's what they were implying. I didn't realize that the Queen of Freedom was like the miniature Anyway, I didn't get any of that. I missed that. That makes sense somehow. now. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, and I love how the TV host, you know, they they show the queen, of, the little miniature torch, and then he like shows just randomly other items in the museum. It's like, <laughs> oh, here's the old building, and here's the first mayor, and then here's a terrible painting of Batman and Robin. <laughs> it is awful. <laughs> which is which is great. Uh, but anyway, they end up seeing Riddler's demands, and it's for a million dollars. Or the Riddler's going to blow up the Queen of Freedom. Uh, of course, Batman says they should give in to it. But the city council won't meet until the next day, so they're not going to be able to do it. 
And so, of course, they're like, well, what about a private source? And Gordon's like, well, I'm a Bruce Wayne. Who else? Yep. So that's that's pretty funny. Bruce, you know, then shows up and and just gladly hands over the money. I mean, he doesn't act much like a millionaire, but, you know, uh, he just does that. And then, of course, while he's there, Batman shows up. (laughs) <laughs> which is great uh, fat man yeah yeah well not even he's not he, to be honest it's a pretty decent like stand-in for adam west yeah and the guy does a pretty good adam west impression like like yeah like his like chin and stuff like it looks like adam west but like yeah you can tell like yeah the the, the waistline isn't quite there but, but it's yeah not, it's not bad but no, it's, no, it's, no, he's it's not like not nearly as trim as adam no, west, it's not like sure. over the top like oh like yeah, you definitely tell it's not Adam West. He doesn't have the godlike body of Adam West. Definitely not. Well, who does? But n- nobody. But um, anyway, so he says that uh, that he you know that commission the commissioner should let him and Robin handle the money with no cops around. Bruce, of course, knows this isn't Batman. You know because Bruce Wayne is actually Batman, Ian. And oh, oh. I I know I know, but you know he tells Gordon it's a good idea. But Gordon, to his credit, isn't as dumb as you think he is because he actually <laughs> knows that wasn't the real Batman. But he said nothing because he, he wanted to keep Bruce Wayne safe from danger, which is a great reason uh, yeah. as well. So he actually calls Batman and Robin to tell him that this was a fake Batman. Like, that's brilliant. I didn't even like that. That's the first real smart thing that the commissioner has done. Yeah, to his credit, yeah. And he that realized that wasn't the real Batman. <laughs> um, Even he, oh yeah, come on. Yeah, I love how we're back in the Batcave and and Robin is messing with the uh, reactor the, or whatever. The, the it's I think they call it the atomic pile. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like messing with it because he thought he heard some weird noises over there. Yeah, it's so random. <laughs> it, it is random. Um, but Batman says no, that's not important. We need to solve this riddle. Like, you <laughs> yeah, know, that thing can melt down. But yeah, it's, it's literally a, like a nuclear reactor. But you <laughs> yeah. know, that's fine. It's. I, that's I like how like problem. Robin doesn't even have tools. He's just like he, touching just, stuff. Yeah, he's just like putting his hands <laughs> on things. Like it's felt loose. <laughs> yeah, you know, I try. I thought I'd try and uh, jiggle this back on. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, they they need to solve that other riddle of, uh. A woman in love is like a welder, or uh, the the answer is a woman in love is like a well, or uh, is a welder because they both carry a torch. That's the answer to That's when it, is yeah. a woman in love like a welder. Uh, yeah. And of course, the bomb is in the torch, which is inside the replica of the torch or of the statue or whatever, yeah, and yeah, that that the, that the Riddler planted when he had the the miniature with when he kidnapped the king. Um, so. Riddler and the gang are waiting in the torch room uh, for the cops to leave, you know, the, the, the million dollars. But so the Riddler picks up the, the money and then he's going to deactivate the bomb. But the replica is gone. And instead, there's a note where Batman leaves a riddle for the Riddler, which is great. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Which what squeals louder than a caught rat? And it's several caught rats. And I love how mad the Riddler is. That that Batman left him. He's so mad about it. Like he's so insulted that someone would <laughs> would dare give him a riddle. And I love I mean, what if that. he can't solve? Yeah, that is great. Oh, that is so <laughs> funny. And then of course Batman and Robin just tear through this big, priceless, painting. terrible painting, which I'm sure just it's pretty cool. Though. I'm sure that you know I'm sure it wasn't Some, worth uh... anything, but. 
Yeah, some set you know set designer just made it for then the bus through. Well, He's yeah. on painter. Yeah. But then they just they they start to just destroy all this like valuable artwork in this fight. Yeah. Well, dude, the, the freaking fight they have, freaking Batman picks up one of the rats and just, like, throws him, like, a lawn dart. Like, That's the crazy. best part. He's definitely not on wires. Uh, no. <laughs> he definitely throws him for real across the entire room. Oh, I love good, like, that. You never feet. see stuff like that. No. He's just like, like, screw it. Let's do this. That was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Of course, they, they capture them and they, they take him to jail. Now, this is the first time Riddler's been caught. Because remember, in the first episode, yeah, he right. escapes right. at the end. So yeah, that's uh, a good point. You know, that's why he's still out here. So it makes sense why he would be the first reoccurring villain. Yeah. Because that's another thing. He's the first reoccurring villain of the show. Um, oh, yeah. So. And then at the end, of course, we get a moment where Aunt Harriet's saying she's, you know, going to see the Queen of Freedom monument and Bruce and Dick do not want to go back there, <laughs> which you know ma- makes sense. Sure. Um, Again, this is actually one of the better Gotham City Police episodes. Because I guess so. Gordon actually yeah. figures out that it's fake Batman. So yeah, he fair actually enough. does something useful. Yeah, he does. He does. He he does well with that. Um, let's see. What are some other interesting things with this? Um, let's see. Okay, so the cliffhanger. It says, um, that the next episode will be. Tomorrow, same time, but same bat channel, but it doesn't say same bat time. Oh. Like, it, it took them a while to apparently, like, totally hone in on same bat time, same bat channel, both, like, saying it and the text saying it. So it was kind of all off huh. for the first several episodes, which is kind of weird. That's weird. Um, so the, the show obviously was filmed in L.A., but all the outdoor shots were used, like from New York City, like using New York City, of course, as the background. Um, the either stock footage or, or like well, green sc- or uh, blue screen or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then of course, Queen of Freedom is the Statue of Liberty. I mean, it's it's yeah, that's pretty much what that. Yeah, is. I mean, you can't have that in Gotham. Though. Um, another interesting thing. Uh, Reginald Denny is the name of the guy who plays King Boris. Now, is this character familiar to you? Ian, because I recognized him right away. Yeah, I know. I know I've seen him somewhere, but I couldn't say where. It's another Batman thing. I knew that. I don't know what from, though. It's the movie. Oh! In the Batman movie, he plays Commodore Schmidlap. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Now I see it. As soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, it's Commodore Schmidlap. Yeah, I was like, I know I've seen you from something. Yep, like in that look, yeah. They liked him a lot, and so they brought him back for the movie. He's great. Um, he is good. I he's good in why. this episode too. Like yeah, he's yeah. just it's goofy, quirky character that's done really well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's kind of just you know it's another standard uh, Batman show, but it, and I don't think it's maybe as good as some of the others. It's no, just kind of no. all over the place, but sure. it's the Riddler, and it's still not bad. It's plenty no. watchable, and there's plenty of good moments in there, and it's another really fun Batman episode. Yeah, I mean, you can never go wrong with Frank Gorshin, but yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, it, the episode could be like the worst thing ever, but if Frank Gorshin's in it, it's immediately yeah. at least good because he's oh, yeah. just so much fun to watch, especially just playing this character. Yeah. I mean, this this is just one of the all-time great TV characters. I, I mean, he's like more Joker, like almost more Joker in terms of like how much enjoyment he's getting out of 
what he's doing than the Joker. Yeah. Like, I mean, he, he's just a la- he's just loving it. Like, I just love that. Like, I love how like ag- agile he is. He's just like jumping up on stuff. He's always like his knees are bending. He's like lurched over. Like he's about to like like pounce on something. Like it's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's, it's fantastic. But anyway, so those are uh, the episodes we rewatched for this uh, for this episode. Watch the Zelda the Great episode and then this uh, this Riddler episode. So another pretty solid episodes, and we've oh. yet to really have a bad episode so far through the first eleven episodes or. Uh, 12 wait 12 yeah yeah 12 12 episodes so so far 12 for 12 with solid episodes granted we are biased but yeah true that's true but still and then uh the next ones we'll talk about within uh, them in two weeks it'll be mad hatter and then then we finally get to the joker that they've teased for two episodes the, the one they've been talking about yeah yeah so we got mad hatter and joker coming up which is you know some pretty Pretty, pretty solid, pretty solid villains. So that'll be, sure. that'll be fun to see. Introduction to Mad Hatter. But next week, we're going back to the animated series, and we're gonna do four pretty solid episodes there. We, we, we did four pretty or weird three, ones. three out of four weird episodes the last time. Yeah. But we got some really solid ones coming up. We got yeah. the Joker with Be a Clown. Oh yeah, we got the two Two Face episodes, which are yeah. just outstanding. Some of the best. And yep. then we got It's Never Too Late. A good one with uh, an, an old mob boss, which is uh, a really good one as well. So, yeah. four great episodes coming next week of Batman the Animated Series here on the Uncaped Crusaders Review. Uh, make sure and follow us on Twitter at Uncaped Review. Um, that's where we post a links to all the episodes and some other just thoughts that we have about Star Wars or ca- Batman castings and some other stuff like that. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Markbrand. You can follow me at Ian Bartpark. Do that as well. And, um, yeah. So, Ian, any uh, final thoughts, I guess, with this episode? Uh, this episode, no. I mean, yeah, the Zelda one was surprisingly um, entertaining and, you know, surprisingly, like, fits in this whole lore of Batman within the TV show. So, yeah, even, yeah, I would say even stronger episodes than the Riddler ones, which is something I never thought I'd say. Yeah, definitely. All right. So that was fun. Another ridiculously long episode, but we had a lot of uh, a lot of news to get to. So that's why this episode is in two parts, one hundred percent in two parts, because we're yeah. well past the two hour mark. So that's the, you know I, I try and keep them one part if possible, but sometimes there's just too much to go, and so it's like you know what, it's easier just to split them into two parts. They're more yeah. complete thoughts in each one. So it's fine. Anyway, that does it for this episode of the Uncaped Crusaders Review. Again, thanks so much for listening. I'm Mark. I'm Ian. Have a great week.